0: to Mumbition, the podcast for business owning women by Mums & Co, where we share inspiring stories of Australian mums in business. I'm Kerry Kwan, the co-founder of Mums & Co, and I will be joined each week by our community manager, Lucy Kippist. Together, we'll discuss how our guests harmonise their ambition, livelihood and wellbeing. Let's get into the inspiring stories now. In the spirit of reconciliation, Mums and Co acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respect to elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Women love to talk, right? Well, I do. I love the connection and learning from conversing with women. We're lucky to do this every day with the Mums & Co team and our members. Recently, Olivia, our marketing manager, hi Liv, was telling us about today's guest, Peter Shawman. She was introduced to us as founder of Goodness Me Box, who has just become a mum. A great fit for Mums & Co and an important part of our movement supporting business-owning mums. Testament to the power of introductions, we invited Peter to talk at Beam Powered about well-being. We are delighted
1: to be continuing to talk with Peter today. Wellbeing is a vast and diverse territory, mental health, spiritual connection, physical strength, and Peter's focus on whole foods and natural products. Peter is so passionate about this aspect of life, she even created a business devoted to helping other people embrace it too. In her Goodness Me box range, Peter has very literally packaged up everything she knows in literal boxes to help ease us all into better health. Welcome to Mums & Co, Peter.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here.
0: Peter, the first question we always ask is to hear your business pitch. Can you share your 30-second description of Goodness Me Box? Sure. So if you are
2: looking to discover better for you pantry staples and snacks that taste delicious and that make you feel good then Goodness Me is the place to go. We deliver these monthly to you in a subscription box and they're also available on
0: our online shop. Amazing. Now, I've tried them, so uh, I'm really excited to to be speaking with you today. Um, Now, if the Mums & Co view of world harmony is like a triangle balancing ambition, livelihood and well-being, describe the shape of a good life for you. This is such a beautiful
2: question. So, I think for myself, there's a few aspects here. Number one, I always say when I am progressing, I feel like I'm challenged. I'm happy. And for me, work really gives that to me. And my husband as well. I feel like my husband always challenges me as well in a good and positive way. And then I suppose the other part of, of it is love and support, which is from you know family and friends and relationships. I find that That really fills my cup. Um, My family is, you know, we get together every Friday night, um, which is a tradition for us. And so that really fills my cup and is an important part of, of my life and my well-being. And then last but not least is feeling good. And for me, that comes
0: down to health. Beautiful shape. And what do you love most about your business right now? My business right now, we are in a really exciting
2: phase where I feel like we're pushing a lot of boundaries. Our online shop is growing really rapidly. And unfortunately in Australia, there's such a gap in the market to access healthy foods um, online and even actually in bricks and mortar stores. But um, there's kind of no one big brand owning the space online and we've built such a loved community that trust goodness me for the products that we choose that it only made sense that after they receive their subscription box and discover all these products that they go online to purchase them so that's been a really exciting part about the business that I'm loving right now and a lot of new aspects to growing the shop that I haven't explored in previous years so we've been going for seven years now um so everything that comes with the warehouse, the operations, the new processes, new kinds of marketing as well. So I always find that really exciting. And I suppose a second part of, of of your question, I'm also really loving at the moment just trying to be more real with my team. I think particularly in the first few years of the business, I used to put on quite a front that everything is okay and I had to always look like absolutely everything was in control and I'm superhuman and I actually think that it's important for your team to see that you know we all go through emotional ups and downs and while you want to make sure they feel safe and secure like it's okay I my time might be limited on certain nights or days because I've got a newborn at the moment or it's okay that things are feeling hard at the moment because at the end of the day we're a family we're all going through it together so I'm feeling something, maybe they are too as well in the business.
0: That vulnerability is uh, so empowering in some ways, you know, for yourself but also for your staff. I I absolutely understand. Um, It's a beautiful part to show, um, you know, the really strong sides of yourself and also the parts which, you know, are just real as a human being.
2: That's it. And I think, you know, it's, it's very easy to get caught up in that you have to look perfect all the time but I think over the years what I've realized is if your team see that you make mistakes as well and you're okay with that um, and not everything always goes to plan or that things can be hard because we are trying to grow a business and it's not easy then they feel safe and secure coming forward and asking for help or for support and I think with the team, it's the support that's so important. Everyone needs to know that if I'm not okay, someone's there to support me and that's where you get happy happy team members, happy family, um, you know, and a great business.
1: That's such a beautiful philosophy, Peter. And you mentioned there that you have a very young baby, which we did know about, um, and that you actually, when we touched base with you, you were just back from your maternity leave. So you've obviously come into a very busy and exciting time on all fronts, personal and, and business-wise. What um you've shared there beautifully about the power of vulnerability with your team, but what are some of the transferable skills you've found now in the fact that you are a mum? How are you sort of unapologetically blending those skills now into your ambition as a business owner?
2: Yeah, uh, that's a great question. So I think the number one thing um, having a baby has taught me, and I feel like a lot of mums will relate to, but is patience. Um, by nature, to be quite honest, I'm I'm quite an impatient person. And particularly when it comes at the business, I want to do everything now and I get a great idea and I want to run with it and, you know, I wish everything was done yesterday. So I think that having a baby has really taught me patience as well. Um, And the other part of it as well is like on the flip side, I feel that running a business when having a baby has taught me how to prioritise and particularly in those first three months with her, I found that so beneficial because I think everyone knows what it's like where you've got the whole feeding and the sleeping and you get 40 minutes to yourself and then it's like, okay, do I clean? Do I do the washing? Do I try to see what's going on with the business? Do I go for a walk? Do I sleep myself? And so that prioritising constantly I found really helpful as something that um, I was good at in the business and I found helped me from, from that side of things. And then that, the last skill I found that has helped me with the business is um, empathy. And I think um, I, I wasn't, I never felt very maternal, to be honest, before I had a baby. I'm not by nature, um, I, at least I'd never felt like that, like that big, warm, maternal, um I say, like um, vibe that you get from, from some people, and I think yeah, having a baby has taught me a lot of empathy with with the team as
1: well. That's so beautiful. I mean, that that is such a gift of motherhood, I think. And I I was nodding furiously as you're talking about the feeling of having no patience and how how testing that is, especially with a baby your age and, and a you know and a business that's booming. I can only imagine, um, yeah, the challenge of that. Um We see you on social media, and I love your videos on there as well. And what's something that we don't see about the Peter as as a business owning mum that you're not showing us on Instagram? I know you mentioned there before that you potentially weren't actually that maternal before you had a baby, but is there another side of you that you don't give on social media that that would be of interest to our community? Um, that's a tricky
2: question. I try to be as myself and as real as possible, but, um, I suppose in a work scenario, I can be quite serious at times. I can be quite direct and that's something, you know, when I go on social media on video, I'm not going to, um, show that as much, I suppose, because it's more fun. Um, but when I need to be, I can be that way. And on the, on the mum's side, I suppose, like, I, I am can be quite goofy at home. Um, I never thought I would, I have a terrible voice, and I find myself like singing to my baby all the time because <laughs> she loved it. And that's something I would never show anyone. I have a terrible voice. So, yeah, I just think being a, a bit goofy at home as a mum as well, which is something I probably don't show enough out there as well. I'm a, I'm a bit more put together, I think, when um, on social sometimes. <laughs>
1: So we're not going to see you singing, we're not going to get a, a rendition of your favorite song there on Instagram. No, no. Not not right. deep is is <laughs> 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 excellent. We all have a nursery rhyme in our heads, don't we? After a baby, that is for sure. I loved that, you know, you shared before the business has been running for seven years. So, you know, you've only just had your first baby. So you've had a lot of business experience prior to becoming a mum what How do you view professional development now, and sort of how much have you spent on that as you've grown the business, and what do you think is the sort of the most powerful takeaway from all of that?
2: When I first started the business, I was very concerned about should I have a mentor, should I have a board? Um, but I never actually had anything in place, and I found that after a few years that actually happened organically for me from people who I met who I clicked with who got the business we had the same values and we just ended up meeting up month after month and that was awesome I think that's really important to find those people Um, and personally I like that it happened organically because I I feel like it's a bit you can't really go up to someone say hey will you be my mentor It, it doesn't really work like that as such but then in terms of other kind of support and what I've spent on it in the last two years I'd say I found a a business group that I joined that has provided me a tremendous amount of support the last few years and I think what I'd found is it had been about five years then since running the business the emotional ups and downs that you go through are just incredible And I'm sure everyone can relate to this, no matter how big or small your business is. And I joined this group to help me both personally and on the business side. But the whole philosophy is that if things are better in your personal life, it helps with your business because really they go hand in hand. So true. Absolutely. Your mentality, your emotional state, you know, it's, you know, something's going on at home. It's very hard not to bring that to work or for it not to not to impact you as well. Um, if your health is something you're working on and you're feeling good, you're going to be at work with more energy. So it it all really comes hand in hand. And I think the biggest thing from this group that I've found, and we meet up once a month, is that you are not alone. I guarantee the million things that you're feeling, everyone else has gone through as well. And I've got people in our group from businesses that a million dollars, right up to over a hundred million dollars, what they're turning over, and everyone goes through the same emotional states, no matter no matter the size of the business. It's not a, it's not about the size as well. It's about the growth and how you deal with the challenges and how you become a better person and a better business leader and what you can do for your team. So um, I'm really glad that I found that support structure a couple of years ago and those people have also just become very special to me in my life because we now have a very, a very trusting relationship.
0: So
1: beautiful and I love I love what you just shared there about the business lessons and the life lessons which are ex- exactly as you say combined all the time but that someone earning you know $50,000 a year to someone earning $100 million a year that those challenges are the same it's fascinating.
2: Yeah and I guarantee that that person who's turning over 100 mil is still doubting themselves at times or doubting their decisions you know we're all, we're all human at the end of the day.
1: but I doubt doubt that person has a newborn baby as well. So I think you're doing exceptionally well, Peter.
0: We know from your Instagram page that uh, you love to focus on whole foods and natural products for your skin, for your body and home. What's your number one tip for anyone keen to start using more whole foods?
2: My number one tip would be, and this is how I started, would be start reading the ingredients on the food that you're eating, on the packaging of the food you're eating. I think it's very easy to get caught up in the marketing messaging on the front of the pack and also even trying to be a mathematician and read the nutritional panel. Our whole philosophy and my philosophy is if you eat real food, you'll feel good. And unfortunately, the food industry has done an exceptional job of coming up with all these chemically processed ingredients and artificial ingredients with these fancy names to extend the shelf life of products to find that perfect bliss point of a product to make it taste better so that you keep wanting more and the reality is if we're eating real foods our body will get nourished and we'll feel better and we'll have more energy and so it sounds um I'd actually say it sounds complicated to read the ingredients because there's often words there that we don't understand. And I think a really simple rule of thumb is is if there are too many words on the back of the packaging that you don't understand, you should probably put it down if you're trying to avoid artificial foods and if you'd like to eat whole foods. So that's actually how I started my journey. I um, was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition. And initially from a doctor, I was told there was nothing I could do to get better. Um, I had to live with it for the rest of my life until I got another practitioner's opinion who said, just start by cutting out artificial and processed ingredients from your diet. And um, yeah, within three months, I could feel an an enormous difference in, in my energy and my body.
0: It's a um a, a skill that I wish I'd been taught earlier, too, just even the simple act of reading, like you say the back of a food food packet label uh, and something that I've just started doing with my little one uh, who's six years old. It's a little bit complicated for them to to understand it too. Uh, it, it, you know certainly for adults, but even more so for kids, but wanting to expose them to that to you know, what is actually in the food that we eat.
2: Yeah. And I think mums become a lot more aware of it as well when you have a child because you, you're you so conscious of nourishing their bodies as well. And um it definitely isn't an easy thing to do because we're also all so busy and time poor. And the last thing you want to do while you're shopping is to stop and read every single label. And I guess that's why Goodness Me does what we do is we want to make it easy for everyone as well. So, The whole idea is that you can come to our online shop or get your subscription box and you actually know and trust that the work has been done for you. And, I mean, the other thing we've also done is created a free ebook about how to read food labels, and that's something I can give you a link as well for anyone to download just to help you along the journey if you do want to spend the time and and get more educated how to do it because um, the food industry spend a lot of money and time trying to confuse us.
0: So on the myriad of things that small business owners need to do, how do you actually protect your business from the risk side?
2: So I remember once I read one of Richard Branson's books that said, um, take risks, but always protect the downside. And that has stuck with me for so many years, namely because I, I once made a major mistake doing that. But for me when I'm taking risks now, I always think about if this doesn't work out, will the business still be okay? And I think that's just a really important question to ask yourself. And I ask myself that all the time. Um, And the other side of risks is just being across the numbers really thoroughly, looking at them frequently, um, you know, and trying to avoid surprises. And there will always be surprises. So I think like on the financial side, I also like to think you've always got to have money aside for unexpected issues that arise. And on the flip side as well, unexpected opportunities, because opportunities will come by that could be great for the business
0: that you want to you want to spend on to. Sage words. And what are you promoting right now? So we're actually promoting, which I've just mentioned, is
2: our our ebook about how to read food labels. So we really have um, put a lot of heart and soul into that, working with one of our nutritionists, and we just want to gift that to our community because the best thing we can do is just help everyone understand how to how to make better food choices.
1: That sounds excellent, and I'm going to be downloading that toast really quickly. It would be great to just have that on, on hand when you're in the shops or read before or, as we're all doing at the moment, online shopping anyway, so what a great idea. Peter, we have found here at Mums & Co that introductions are everything, and we were wondering if there was an introduction that you would need at this point in time, either for goodness me or your your life in general as a new mum. Is there something from our community that we could reach out and help you with?
2: Yeah, introductions are fantastic. I mean, my first thought, I mean, this is this is like, a, I guess, a much bigger outside-the-box thought, but I love Simon Sinek. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. listen to him. I love him. I love Seth Godin as well on the marketing side. And then on the personal side, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to um, Esther Perel. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yes, like wouldn't
2: she be awesome to get – relationship advice and you know just also on the psychology side I think they're all so fantastic but from the mums and co side I mean anyone who is working on a health food business or business in the health space I always love to chat to and my favorite part is hearing the business story and helping businesses as well get off the ground or reach a new market or audience because by the same token goodness me, we also see ourselves as a marketing service for brands. And part of that is why I started the business. I was actually working in PR in the, in the wellness space. And when I started discovering these products that were making me feel good, I thought, why aren't these more widely available? And how can I help get these brands out there? And at the same time, make people, other people feel just as good as I was feeling. So
1: um, anyone in the community working in that space, I'm always open to chatting to that's a great invitation, and um, kind of is a good segue to the question I wanted to ask you next. Actually, you know, we've talked about your business being in the well-being space, and you've also touched on your your journey with an autoimmune disease. But I'm wondering, of all the things that you've tried and that you that you advocate for, what's one thing that you do every day to give you your own sense of balance or well-being? For balance
2: walking is my, my, my time, my self-care time. And so if I can, I would go for a walk every day and I do it most days unless it's raining. And so I find that mentally that really helps me clear my mind. I also get some of my best ideas when I'm walking. I really enjoy that. And on the physical side, I always think walking's really underrated. So (laughs) I just, I love walking. My food choices as well is just something that I don't like the idea personally of dieting because I think of restriction and willpower, which always fades. I think with food, it's got to become a lifestyle choice. And so for me, that's just an everyday thing where I try make a better better for you, I say. And I, again, I won't say healthy because I think that can be quite subjective. I try and make a better choice, which for me, better means not having artificial ingredients and, and eating
0: whole foods. I love that. I'm going to use that myself. That's a really lovely way of looking at it. In the spirit of women supporting women, who are the mumbitious that you would like to say hello to?
2: I have some amazing friends and people around me who are doing great things with business, businesses, I should say. My sister-in-law Julia, she has her business is Flowers by Julia amazing, amazing flowers. My friend Rachel, if you've heard of a business, High Chair Catchy, they've invented this amazing thing for the high chair that catches all the messy food so it doesn't go on your floors. So we've just started feeding Marley solids and I'm very excited to use it when she's probably Mm -hmm. older, but it's such a cool invention. My friend Tootie has an amazing business, Events Tootie, who runs all our events and she's Now, a mum of two, she's just had a newborn and she is awesome. She's an absolute rocket. And um, last but not least, I'll also say Shelly McKenzie, who's a nutritionist and she specializes in women's health and is also a nutritionist. Goodness me, and she's amazing.
0: Some wonderful women for us to um, check out if they're not already uh, known to us, which you have mentioned a few there. I know that Julia actually did the flower arrangements for our conference this year. Yes, she's so,
2: so, so talented and I think um,
0: her love for flowers, you know, she's got a beautiful
2: story and her mum also used to do it. So I think it's just kind of
0: in her
1: blood. Peter Shulman of Goodness Me, thank you so much for joining us on the Mumbitious podcast today. And if you're not following Peter already, you can find her on Instagram at Meatbox. If you haven't already, come and join our Mumbitious supportive movement of thousands of Australian business-owning mums just like you at mumsandco.com.au. Peter, we wish you all the best for the business and we will easily be following you on Instagram and all your other socials as well. Thanks, Lucy.
0: So we have um, Remy here, he's going to ask Peter a question. Is there
2: something you do as a family to stay well and healthy? That is a great question, Remy. As a family, I think something we have more recently started doing, because we have a new addition to family, is we all sit down and have dinner together, and we have all devices off, which is really important. And then our little girl loves sitting there just watching us interact. And I can see her watching us having a conversation and I just think that's really healthy for her and nice for her to see her mum and dad talking and then obviously we'll talk to her as well. So I think that's something really nice that we do as a family together.
0: Thank you. Thanks, Remy. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Mumbition by Mums & Co., Head over to the show notes for a full transcript of the interview and any links we have referred to. Mums & Co. is Australia's most caring business network for women. Join us today for just $30 at mumsandco.com.au. This podcast was produced and edited by Morgan Sebastian Brown of Brown Tree Productions and hosted by Kerry Kwan, co-founder of Mums & Co. and community manager Lucy Kippist. We love hearing your feedback, so if you haven't already, please share, rate and review this podcast and we can reach more business-owning mothers just like you.